And it seems when we look at the fourth industrial revolution that now in technological development, when you look at the S-curve, we are really at the point where we have the exponential development. We see, it, just look at the announcements over the last weeks, uh, artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and I could go on and on. Uh, maybe the cloud and mobile took 15 years, and now I think we're talking months, which to me, I think is perhaps the benefit. CBDCs uh, are no longer a, a fictional concept. Um, these are real, um, that they are happening. CBDC, if that happens, we're done. But central bank digital money is ominous. The downside of governments being able to track digitally every single product or service you buy and sell is chilling. This is Richard Werner, the top academic scholar in the world on central banking. The nature of the CBDC, what, what is it actually going to look like? They never talk about that. Right. Um, but I heard one European central banker tell me what it's going to look like. He saw it to one of the old central banks in Europe that are very much promoting this. And they showed him. And, you know, he's he's a top, um, you know, executive director of another central bank in Europe. And there's no reason to believe that he was telling me a story. Um, and he was around this, this large and would be implanted under your skin. So you might have missed what happened Wednesday afternoon at the Fed. But they started their CBDC. Maybe we should start having the conversation of, gosh, this looks like the mark of the beast. COVID makes it, it accelerates the process of digitalization and automatization. And it makes surveillance go under wow. Things that we would have been talking in the past as, as some day are now this day. We're talking about artificial intelligence. We're talking about its impact on banking. We're talking about the elite's mm -hmm. usefulness for uh, useless eaters and humans their impact on the economy. And when you have tough topics, you need somebody with a great mind. We have somebody who has not one, but two PhDs, Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. Yes. Welcome. Hey, so good to be with you. And it was so great seeing you in Nashville at the Reawaken America event um, with Clay Clark. Oh my word. What a what an electric moment. And it is every single time. And I would encourage everybody who's out there watching this. Yes. If you haven't been to a Reawaken America tour event, you've got to go because there was thousands of patriots all in mm -hmm. one room listening to this, some of the most prominent people, patriots, freedom fighters that I've ever heard. Right. And it's just amazing. And, and what Clay does, guys, is so awesome because he brings together the economic, the prophetic. The yep. political, all of it, all in one. Mm -hmm. it's like, oh my word, this this is amazing, and yet we got the blessing of being there together, and it was just awesome. It was. It was so good to see you, and it was great to see patriots, you know, coming coming together. You know that intro there, as as it was being played, I was like, you know, this is happening. You send us some articles about AI and what's going on with that. We'd love for you to break that down because I think it's really important for. Patriots to be aware, for Americans to be aware, because we've got to speak up during this time. Yeah, so 
so the, the first article is in the Wall Street Journal, um, and it's talking about open AI and how Microsoft is basically dumping $10 billion. Bill Gates is dumping $10 billion into this project. So, so I mean, that, that interview with Klaus Schwab and Satya Nadella, who is the CEO of Microsoft, um, was creepy. I mean, it, it, was. it really the, the only good part about it is I have more hair than both of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the uh, only part about that video. Uh, I, I want people to, to, if you're watching this live or family, I want you to, to, to grab this. This is, is as urgent and it's applicable mm -hmm. to you. Yeah. Every single person that found their way to this video, the information we're covering here applies to you. And I beg of you, please share this clip with friends, with people that you care about, and begin educating yourself. You can't just turn on the TV and hope this information comes to you. You need to educate yourself. You need to be familiar with these names. They were working 15 years ago mm -hmm. to get us off of tangible currency onto a digital, centralized, government-controlled currency and to make things that... To, to, to make... To make not having money and exchanging it between us seem normal. Mm -hmm. Normalizing paying with your phone, not having money on you, making it convenient, making it easy, getting you in so deep into the quicksand you can't get back out. And we're going to explain a little bit of what this is going on today, but you need to begin taking responsibility and grab this information yourself. Please share this with people that you care about. Well, and you look at the people on that video, Steve Forbes, Catherine Austin Fitz, um, that, that guy from Germany who was talking about the injectable chips mm -hmm, inject mm -hmm. onto your skin. So instead of going to Whole Foods, right, and actually scanning your QR code to check out, you just wave your hand over the thing, right? Scary. And it's, it, it's like biometric to you, right? This, mm -hmm. is, this is the creepiest part about all of this. And so, so when what is open AI? Well, it's artificial intelligence that learns, right? So it's smart AI or you can have, you know, web chatbots. Like when you go on to a website, we all get so stinking frustrated because it's like, I just want to talk to somebody. Right. But yet I'm, I'm typing into this, this chat and you know, it's a computer with, with automatic responses back to you. So this is that on steroids. It's going to cause a lot of frustration to people because they're not actually talking to humans. And what did God create in the human mind? Um, something that's more vibrant, more smart than anything that could ever be seen here. Even Steve Wozniak, one of the founders of Apple, said that, yeah, open AI is, is a threat to all of us. But, but you know what? The human mind is way more advanced than any computer ever will be. Amen. Right? This is how God created us. Mm -hmm. Right? But, but here's the problem. Our advanced human mind created open AI. It reminds me of that movie, The Terminator, right? When when Skynet was was the the basically open AI of the time. Yeah, it was the artificial intelligence that created the machines. The machines got too smart and tried to destroy their creator, the humans, mm -hmm. right? So so this is kind of the world that just who would have known that Arnold Schwarzenegger's movie, like twenty something years ago, is going to possibly be playing itself out in the present slash future here because this is the technology mm -hmm. that was being used, but why is this all being brought up in the same video where they're talking about central bank digital currency? Well, because central bank digital currency is the centralized know everything about you system that's being developed for all central banks globally. 
open artificial intelligence is is going to be the tool that they use to collect all the information on you to build your digital social profile that then gives them the information that they need to cut you off from any buying or selling if you step out of line, mm. right? So, so this is why this is all very important. So, so Microsoft just dumped ten billion dollars into the open AI companies structure. Um, ten the, billion. So, ten billion, and that's the 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 Selah Nadella. That is the CEO of Microsoft. That Microsoft that was on that video earlier so people need to get you know, grab who are the players mm -hmm. in this because that's a, a new one to me i've not followed him or his work until just over the last couple of weeks well you know that that when bill gates decides he's going to spend 10 billion of his dollars into this um bill gates has been into um really i mean to to say it bluntly mass genocide in africa through vaccines and everything mm -hmm. and yep. and and getting rid of people and and forced abortions and everything like that not not really a good character attribute to have as a person, mm -hmm. right? So if he's having Satya Nadala uh, put $10 billion into this, you know, it can't be really good. But what this open AI infrastructure is going to do, it's going to give Google search engines a run for their money because it's a smart system, right? It, it can think on its own ultimately. And so, so this is the problem moving forward, right? So, so, but this goes back literally, David, like you said, like 15 years. So there's there's a, a gentleman named Altman who was he created a nonprofit arm for open IR AI, open AI, like decades ago, right? Mm -hmm. So so and then um boy, who was the first in investor? Elon Musk was the first investor of a billion dollars into this technology. So this this has tentacles that mm -hmm. go out to everything. Now this technology is being used for central bank digital currency. And so here's the danger of central bank digital currency. When you've got Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum, the Bank of International Settlements, the, the World Bank, the G20 nations, the G7 nations, all of these globalists saying that this is the way that central bank is going to run, right? So, mm -hmm. but what is it all about? It's not about a great reset about financial freedom. This is being done by command and control economies, communist fascists, that want to know everything about you. And it's all about people control, right? And so they're yeah. using this artificial intelligence to collect the data on all of us because what's the best way for global domination and people control? To control your finances, to control yep. your spending. Because if they tell you and they can control what you spend money on and when you can buy and when you can sell or if you can't at all, then they control you. Mm. That's the danger of this. And so you saw all those voices talking on that. And so, but you can't go from there to central bank digital currency from just paper-based money to that overnight. Right. right. I'm in public policy 101 says, if you want to get any bill passed, you have to take incremental steps. You can't bite off the, eat an elephant in one bite. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so what are companies doing? I mean, so there's another article that we were talking about bank of America, JP Morgan and other banks, are teaming up on a digital wallet to rival Apple Pay. So here's where they're getting people used to digital wallets, doing things electronically, right? So, so you've got Apple Pay, you've got PayPal, you've got Venmo, right? So now the big banks are entering into this fold. 
And, and making but, money seem bad, COVID would, went to great lengths with that. Because even if we fly out of the Kansas City airport, you know, you can't pay with actual cash there. You know, with the, with the baggage guys, when you pay, you know, it, there's no process there you can pay with cash. And so they're just eliminating that because, you know, mm-hmm. the heck, I, I couldn't have you come over and, and uh, I buy a, you know, a, a sofa from you or something and, and, and pay you every, every dollar that's moved is tracked and controlled by the man. There is no sub economy. Mm. That's at the Kansas City Airport in the middle of yep. the Bible. Imagine exactly. there, like in New York or D.C. or L.A. Yeah. or San Francisco. Right? I mean, this is coming on us like a, a juggernaut coming down. It's like you got to get out of the way. But but how, how do you get out of the way? Right. So mm-hmm. here's the problem. We've been talking a lot over the last year or so about uh, the economics of everything and, and the inflationary pressures and the loss of jobs and wages, wages aren't keeping up with inflation. There's an article I just read this morning in the and so that talks about artificial intelligence over the next five years will take away 20% of all jobs. 20%. 20%. So what are these jobs? These are these are basically customer service type jobs, right? The entry level, low paying jobs. So imagine a world where 20% of the people working in these lower paying jobs could lose their jobs. And what's that going to mean? So companies like Microsoft and Google and everything are probably championing mm-hmm. this. Look, we don't have to pay these people. There's no potential lawsuits from it. There's no entitlements. There's no benefits. There's no insurance. This is going to be great. But what is the cost on society when these people have to go and get welfare, get government assistance mm-hmm. because they've lost their jobs, because of a computer has taken over? You're going to have highly paid people sitting alongside the desk of their coworker, a computer that's right. actually customer service stuff. And this is the weirdest world ever, right? But but the cost in society, the increased taxation, even more inflation is going to come because of this. It's not yeah. going to save money. It's going to be a net drain on the government coffers because these people will need to get disability benefits. They're going to need to get unemployment benefits. They're going to, they're going to get everything they can from the government because a computer just took their job. And the mm-hmm. estimates are, Twenty percent of all wow. workers globally will lose their job to a computer over the next five years. Well, it'll it'll do to customer service jobs as well as many creative jobs like like graphic design, mm-hmm. even even song and music writing will, mm-hmm. is all art. already things in the art and the creatives. Mm-hmm. It'll do to those things what manufacturing robots did to manufacturing, yeah. auto manufacturing all became you know ro- uh, you know done d- d- you know automated through through robots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so here's where we're headed, right? There's nothing that we can really do to stop this. It's got too much momentum. They've got too much of a running head start to stop central bank digital currency. But what'll happen is it, when people realize what this is, you're going to have evangelicals and Catholics that say, this is the mark of the beast. I'm not going to accept this. You're going to have libertarians that say, this is a complete loss of privacy and freedom. I'm not taking this. Right. You have people here in Colorado like the pot capital of the world mm-hmm. saying they cash for my pot and it was private. Now I've got to have everything tracked. I don't want this, right? Mm-hmm. Every sector of society is going to say, this is not what we thought that it was. And so you're going to have alternative currencies that come up right along parallel with it from the jump. Right. And so you're going to have probably be gold back currency. You can barter with silver, right? You can mm-hmm. other things that come up to rival this. So just because central bank digital currency is actually going to hit the mainstream like here pronto doesn't mean that it 
will last, right? Because mm-hmm. there's going to be other alternative currencies, but you won't be able to play if you don't understand what those alternative currencies are. The yeah. best thing we can do, get out of the system, invest into gold and silver. It's tangible yeah. asset that you mm-hmm. can deliver. You can use it for barter if need be, because these things that we're talking about, man, David and Stacy, it's not speculation. It's happening. Right. They're right. About it. Just like, just like uh, a Christian would, would brag about their faith and be evangelists of their faith. Mm-hmm. People are evangelists in their faith, and their faith is this globalist super union that they're bragging about. They're not mm-hmm. hiding under the covers anymore. They're bragging about it, right? And so, so it used to be all conspiracy theory for 20, right. 30 years. It's like, oh, we're hiding it. We can't let people know that we're talking about yeah. this. Openly bragging about it. And so this is where we need to openly brag about our faith and who mm-hmm. we are to counterbalance mm-hmm. that. And how do you do it financially? Invest into gold or silver, tangible things that take advantage of the inflationary pressures that get you out of the system. You can use it for barter. It's a real thing. You're not a digital entity to this digital world. That's how you right. protect yourself yep. and thrive in this new getting, movement. Getting Huge. a real a, a real thing like, like silver and that you make that process so easy and actually mm-hmm. fast and fun. And once we found a lot of people, once they do it once, they're like, oh, that was easy. I've got I've got a motorcycle in my garage. I don't even ride anymore. Let's get rid of that. That's five thousand dollars. I could convert that into silver instead of something that's sitting there depreciating and have something that's going to ride this up because people are going to silver. That's exactly right. So you can find out more by going to flyovergold.com. When you get there, you can scroll down to the bottom. Fill out your information. Someone from Dr. Kirk's team will give you a call. They'll connect with you. They'll set up a time that you can get your questions answered. It's absolutely free. It doesn't cost you anything, and it's easy. They're such a great team. You can also call 720-605-3900. Don't wait. Do it today. Dr. Kirk, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what are you going to do about your finances? If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill, and you had one ounce of gold. You could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, wow. belt, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? It wouldn't, you couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you, even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference. But today, that change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.